Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Fanboy Comics Podcast. I am your host, Clay. Now, a lot of you are probably going to be new here to this podcast because this is something I normally never do. Now, the reason why I really wanted to do this was because, and I'll explain it here just in a few seconds, I absolutely love Zack Snyder's, like, just universe and that he created, of course, uh, theatrically. And when the announcement of, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League came out and everybody started talking about HBO Max and the possibilities of extending that, there is, you know, all these extensive talks about maybe a Snyderverse uh, possibly becoming a thing. You know, we we are now, now this none of this is confirmed, of course. People are just, you know, spewing ideas out there i'm not going to be saying that this is all true but a lot of people want ben affleck to come back as batman a lot of people want him to come back to direct his batman film that he was supposed to do uh you know there's there's a lot of endless possibilities and i get together with a couple friends and we talk about somewhat of a timeline uh, of how we would want Zack snyder's justice league to go uh we we attempted to take it basically from where Justice League starts all the way to the end because we all know that Snyder had a ending to this whole thing. Uh, we do add some of the current movies that are, you know, about, you know, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel, BVS, things like that. But we wanted to add new content as well so that way HBO Max would have originals which would, you know, keep subscribers, you know, going as far as on that service. This is something that was really fun. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we can get together again once uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League actually comes out. And hopefully, when HBO Max does announce the very next thing that comes out after Zack Snyder's Justice League, which might be, you know, for me, I thought, you know, hey, it would be cool to have the Atom be that little tie-in right after Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I'll explain a little bit more, uh, of course, in this recording. But uh, sit back, listen. It was a fun time with these guys. Uh, Please follow them. They do pimp out a lot of their shows. And, uh, of course, if you want to find me, you can find me at uh, FanboyClay on Twitter and Instagram. The uh, podcast actually has a Gmail, FanboyComicsPodcast at gmail.com if you want to get in touch with me. And, uh, yeah, uh, that's it. I hope that you enjoy this podcast. And, of course, if you would like to continue, we do talk about comics and a manga here on this podcast genuinely so go ahead and press that subscribe button but here's the podcast cool we are recording and now like i said before we're going to be discussing the snyderverse uh and the pos you know the possibility of a snyderverse of course uh i am met with three others uh we were planning for a lot more you know life happens totally okay uh but i'm hoping this does start a conversation for if you know, this does actually happen, we can actually get into this again with even more people. I'm sure it'll go super crazy. But, uh, disclaimer, of course, we do not know anything about what HBO Max plans to do, and we have not had conversations directly with Snyder. So, this is all speculation, this is just for fun, uh, this was something that immediately came to me as soon as 
the term Snyderverse was out there. I feel like that was something I was like, holy crap, this can open the door to so much stuff. Especially when there was rumors of like, oh, you know, Ben Affleck's Batman movie can come back and like all these different things. But the three people that I have with me, Chris, Joe, and Jonathan, uh, we're going to go one by one, introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you, uh, what shows you have, whatnot, uh, pimp anything out that you would like. Uh, so, uh, Chris, let's go uh, with you first. Yeah, I'm uh, Chris. I host a couple of shows and co-host others. Uh, my main show is World's Finest True Believers, uh, looking at uh, a comic book arc or graphic novel from any publisher. Guest comes on, we do a deep dive. Uh, recently joined a network, Geek Ultimate Alliance, which that on. Uh, Marvel Alliance, uh, my friend Travis and I just delve into everything on uh, Marvel. And then uh, Super Civil Servants podcast with a whole bunch of my friends and I just talk about the news, do reviews, do commentaries. So, you know, if you couldn't tell already, I do a lot of geek stuff. I, I think I'm in the right crew here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next, we'll go with Joe. Sure. Uh, I'm Joe. I host a comic book podcast called The Comic Book Rundown. Uh, it's similar to uh, Chris's there with World's Finest. Uh, but we break down uh, story arcs uh, one issue at a time. So it's one issue, one episode. Um, and we also have a very uh, satire outlook on them. Um, we have guests that come on. Chris, you've been on before. Um, actually, we might having you guys on, Clay and John, but at some point in time in the future, of course. <laughs> um, but we we just we talk about any comic book from any publisher, DC, Marvel, Image, Zenoscope, um, IDW, all of them, and we just we have fun with it. We are like in the Marvel line where we're in the older books, and holy crap, are those stories bad? <laughs> no, I I it, would... it's writing for its time. Oh, definitely, definitely. I attempt every now and again to always try and because because everybody's like, oh, you know, it's the golden silver age of comics it's what it's what these things grew up you know this is how mm -hmm. they grew and this is where they started so the other day i attempted to read uh amazing fantasy 15 <laughs> it's, it's it's rough it's, it's funny read. funny you mentioned that because i just read action comics number one Holy crap. It's rough. Like, Superman, yeah, Superman is my favorite character. Superman is, uh, like, my favorite character. And I cannot read, like, and this, I know a lot of people will throw shade at me, throw hate at me. Do it all you want. I, I, I welcome it. But I will say, and I will die on this hill, I cannot read anything from Superman that is any older than, like, 1980s maybe maybe yeah i it's you're not you're not wrong yeah uh, it's just uh. it's just so hard like once i saw superman shooting smaller supermans out of his hand <laughs> like well like, it, no no it's just reading the the absolute edition the compendium with crisis and just seeing how many different <laughs> versions of superman are there's a superman who did this and this and this yes. and launched babies out of his hands you know Do, it's... I'm good. I have a compendium for that. I'm glad I'm not reading it. <laughs> and then again, it's only it's only like 13 uh, pages, isn't it? Yeah, 13 or yeah. 14 ish pages. Yeah, so, yeah, for, so it's for action, so weird. Yeah, yeah. half it, the length uh, of anything else, and it's still so hard no, it's to actually, read. It's, 
the the fun thing is is uh, one thing my co-host and I, Ron, what we're gonna do toward the end of the year is we're gonna go back and every character we've touched on already in Marvel and DC, we're gonna go see their first appearances. We're gonna cover their first appearances. Ooh, nice. And it's gonna be <laughs> so like we've done we've done Superman, Batman, Spider Man, mm-hmm. Iron Man. Those guys have all appeared on our show. Now we're gonna go back and see their first appearance, and I'm I don't think I'm ready. <laughs> Just after you read the action comics number one, I'm not ready. Oh, man. But, of course, that leaves Jonathan as our last host for tonight. Jonathan, why don't you go ahead and pimp some stuff out if you want. Uh, I know that you... Do you still cosplay? I know we had that... Yeah, I do. I know that we had that conversation last... uh, We we talked with... uh, And I also want to thank uh, Tim from DC Film Squadcast. He did help us out. Uh, you know, bringing us together in this Zoom call just now. So I want to thank him and the Squadcast. He's the, they are the people that brought me into podcasting. So, hey. and, and I know they, they hear that a lot, but <laughs> they, they are awesome. And so I will continue to keep saying that. Uh, but we went on a huge Zoom call. Uh, what was it? Just last week. Yeah, I saw the images. Dang, you had yeah. a lot on there. Yeah, I wish I could have been on that. that it was, was great. it was just it was just last week, and uh, I saw that you cosplayed. Do you you still do it? Yeah, I do. Um, I don't do anything like professional, like uh, Lisa's husband does, or her or Lisa herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I do. I just do it for fun. Um, I was I was working on a. Uh, I'm from Kansas City, so I'm working on a Chiefs Mandalorian. Oh, nice. Hang on just a sec. Oh, we got to see I this. A little uh. <laughs> <laughs> baby, Yoda. baby Yoda. I love it. That's um, awesome. So yeah, that's really fun. Um, I don't actually do any podcasts right now. I'm kind of working on getting something started. Uh, you know, kind of in our era, it's not super easy with a lot. You know, not a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just I'm I'm kind of like Jamie from uh, Holy Batcast, who who always says I like Batman. I like podcasts, so if you have one, I mean, just send it my way, and I'll probably listen to it. <laughs> oh man, people Taking make fun- notes. Yeah, uh, people always make fun of me. Like, as soon as I learn that somebody is a part of a network, or that, oh yeah, by the way, we're gonna be adding another podcast. I'm like, crap. Okay, let me search. Okay, add, and then <laughs> yep. usually, usually on Sundays or Mondays, whenever I go back to work, usually I'll start a huge pod, uh, podcast playlist. The last one that I did was like over 50-something hours. And I'm just Ooh. like, all right, this is going to take me the rest of the month. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, and we just became part of that problem with Geek Ultimate Alliance. So I'm yeah, so sorry. <laughs> oh, like, I, I had one show, and now I'm adding six more shows. Thanks <laughs> no, for that. And I already it, got 70 well, I listened to. And it doesn't, it doesn't really help, but, but uh, I mean, everybody who's listening to this, they already know that I have the Fanboy Comics podcast where I put three shows individually on that one podcast as well mm-hmm. as with Mark on the Comic Book Legion podcast and my friend Juice, uh, who actually got me the job that I'm working at today, uh, we do a podcast called Batman News Weekly. So mm-hmm. I record five times a week and then I listen to about 50 hours worth of shows a month. So it is absolutely insane. I don't know what I'm doing to myself. I don't know why I hate myself so much. 
but <laughs> but uh, no, I think you actually like yourself if you, you can stand listening to yourself for that long many times. I think oh, you're okay, Clayton. See, see, that's the thing. That's the thing. And I love Mark and I love Juice. They're really good co-hosts. They're really good friends. I will not listen to our shows. Now, I. The thing is, I will still give them the download and I will still give them the analytics of listening to it, but I make that playlist for when I go to sleep. And so I just turn down the volume, press play, (laughs) and then go to sleep. I love you guys. I'm sorry if you're listening to this now and you're just like, why? I mean, we just had the conversation. I don't need to listen to myself again, you know? But I I used to listen to mine um, because when when we record, I chop them up and then I put them out later like it so when we're recording like if i if i record today the episodes won't come out for another like three weeks yeah um i used to listen to them and that's how i found out like sometimes one time i didn't put the uh the intro outro on so it was just blank for 30 seconds i'm like oh crap (laughs) delete real quick um and then there's another time where i realized that i added uh extra stuff 10 minutes after the end of the podcast so there was 10 minutes of blank space uh, nice. Now I'm a little more meticulous and a little more watchful of that. Yeah. But I just I stopped listening to my podcast. I just I, not that I don't like hearing myself. I I'm very narcissistic <laughs> like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it just I, I get you, Clay. I I completely understand. Yeah. But let's go ahead and start this talk. You know, Snyderverse, dude. It it is something to get pumped about, uh, especially you know if it actually does come to fruition. Um, now. I asked each individual, every single one of you guys, I put out this like long message to you guys that each of you had a mission. Uh, it was the exact same mission, but we were to make a basically an outline or a list of some sort on what you think the Snyderverse should include. Uh, you had requirements, those requirements that were that you add the or you include the trilogy of Justice League and the Suicide Squad. And the only reason why I said Suicide Squad was because when planning through the movies, Zach and David said that Suicide Squad was going to be that small little stepping stone towards Justice League. Now, uh, I was so happy that you guys were getting super like involved <laughs> with it. And I think it was Tony that was like, oh, man, I, I think that means I have to change my list. And then, like, three of you were like, oh, crap, so do I. Sorry, guys, I had to ask the question. <laughs> no, it's all good, it's all good. <laughs> but, you know, I do. Uh, I did say it could either be just, like, a list of, like, what I most want, what I least want. But I said I personally was doing a somewhat timeline list. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you guys do? Yeah, I kind of did a timeline as as well. This I started with Justice League and kind of moved one in between films and then Justice League 2 and one in between those films with some little notes here and there what I would like to see, but nothing <laughs> extensive. Yeah, yeah I, uh, we are going to call you out, Tony. Uh, I did not ask for a four-page essay. Uh, <laughs> Man, is it amazing? This the yeah, first I, couple it, of them. It is, it yeah, is I great. I still go through that. Uh, I, I, he adds, like, in credit scenes and, like, really big bullet points to, like, the potential for you know what the movies do and what the shows do and then he puts it episodically also so awesome that's kind of what i wanted you guys to do but um let's go ahead and get started am i safe to say that number one would be justice league 
Zack Snyder's Justice League, right? Or is everybody else, is there somebody else who did That's something me. different? Well, so I okay, mine's a timeline, but I've gone as far back as Man, Man of Steel. Steel. Okay. Yeah, I've gone like that route, and I'm mm-hmm. I've got movies and shows kind of going in between each and every one of them. Okay, okay, not a problem, yeah. not a problem. Uh, so, Joe, what did you put like in between? So, timeline okay. wise, it would be for what general audience would know as Snyder's movies, it would be Man of Steel and then immediately uh, BVS. So are you saying you put something in between those? I did. Okay, cool. What what did you put? Uh, okay, so, I mean, this the there's already a, a rumor out there of, you know, the Batman movie with, with Affleck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm saying put that one there. Have, at least have Joker. Uh, and in that movie, have Joker killing Robin. So okay. we see, basically, you know, death in the family. I think what Tony put on his. Mm-hmm. We see uh, that happen. Throw Deathstroke in there, um, maybe as another just either antagonist somewhere along the line, or um, just being in the film. Also having Barbara Gordon in there as Batgirl. Okay. Um, and the reason for that, we it doesn't even have to be an introduction because at this point in time, they said in BVS that Batman's been operating for 20 years. Yeah. Um, so Batgirl's established, Rid- or Robin's established. We've got Joker. We've got a power pack of Killing Joke and Death in the Family mm-hmm. just in that movie. Yeah. That might be overloading it a little bit, but I have a reason for Death in the uh, Killing Joke for a reason. And okay. that will come to play later. Um, and then right after that, I have uh, a Green Lantern's core movie. Okay. No, I'm sorry. Green Lantern's Court TV show. Okay. About 10, 10 episode show. Okay. Um, following Hal and John. Okay. And I want to, my thought process is play it off a little bit similar to how Simon and Jessica were, where they have to share the lantern. Like Hal and John will have to share responsibilities. They're off planet. Like they get snagged up. They both get taken off planet. Okay. They're, they're not here. So when everything goes down with Darkseid and all that, they're gone. They're off planet. Um, then I, I'm actually, I'll save that other part for, for later. Okay. But yes. Okay. So as far as your timeline though, since we, since we all did a timeline, is anything between BVS and Justice League that we haven't seen that would be an HBO Max? Serious. Uh, Green Lantern. Just that. Okay, so well, then. Uh, well, so, that's the first one. I, okay. Like, I, my timeline is <laughs> there. It's weird. It's a Snyderverse timeline. Let's just be honest. He, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He yes. can get a little wacky, and I mean, if people don't understand what I what you know what we were doing as far as the timeline, and of course, everybody's like, "Well, Justice League was just one movie." Of course, we all know that that's what WB mandated it to be. Mm-hmm. What. Zack Snyder was really wanting to do was this trilogy and if you simply do a Google search of Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League trilogy or five movie plan whatever you want to really try to search you can find that information Uh, you know small little insight on that uh, for people who are a little too lazy just to do the search I'll go ahead and say it now Uh, what we know as far as the Cliff Notes version was Justice League number one was a fight with Steppenwolf with a possible uh, uh, 
first look at Darkseid. Then the second movie was going to be a Empire Strikes Back-esque movie. You know, the heroes were going to lose. There was going to be a huge cliffhanger. And uh, Justice League 3 was going to be a time travel story. Uh, and then, of course, it would end with the triumphant Justice League. So, uh, that is what the trilogy looks like. And what we are trying to do as far as keeping those as a show on HBO Max, we want to fill the gaps. Because everybody knows as far as, you know, I you know Netflix... Hulu, Disney Plus, these shows take time, and with those three movies or TV shows by themselves, it could easily be a three to five year process, you know, just because production and everything else. So, my movie after Justice League number one, so number one would be Justice League, uh, and I'm sure uh, Chris and Jonathan, you said y'all had uh, Justice League as number one as well. Well, I, I mean, I have Suicide Squad before Justice League okay. because uh, I mean, even Ayer has said that his Suicide Squad movie led into Justice League. Yeah, I mean, technically, I did too at that point. I have another Suicide Squad movie that happens in my timeline. Cool. Uh, then Chris, me, and you are kind of on the same page. Uh, I will say. Uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad is my number four that could easily be switched with, you know, number well, not switched, but can be before number one Justice League, or Justice League, the, the first movie. My second movie, after Justice League, would be The Atom. And the reason why is we all know that uh, uh, I keep forgetting his name who is going to be Troy. And Troy. Yeah, he is going to be a small, like, well, I, don't, I can't even say he's going to be a small part because we technically don't know. But... <laughs> pun intended. Pun totally intended, yeah. <laughs> but we know that he is going to be in the Justice League film. And for me, I have had very little exposure to the Atom as a character. Uh, I didn't really get into him in comics, but my exposure to him happened actually like a year or two ago with the Hawkman uh, series that's going on right now. There was a reincarnation of Hawkman that actually lived in the microverse. And he actually, uh, the Hawkman that is like today technically, actually teamed up with Adam in the microverse. And it was a really cool adventure. So I was like, man, like to know what the microverse looks like, have mm -hmm. that introduced into this Snyderverse would be a really cool experience. So I put the Atom as my technical number two. So, uh, Chris, what did you put as your number two? My number two is we're going to go Buddy Cop if they were, but Flash and Cyborg. Um, nice. I think, I, I, you know, Cyborg's been the biggest part of, you know what's been missing from Snyder amongst other things but you know the heart of the movie and I want to see the you know what we saw with Barry in, in Justice League was some a, a Barry that was very unsure of himself mm -hmm. Barry that didn't know of his capabilities I mean he says I just push people and run away I mean he doesn't know what he can do at that point but Vic for being 
knew he exuded even in what we got in theatrical cut he still exuded some leadership that was very impressive for someone that you know didn't you know again you, you know you take those football instincts that he was the leader on the field qb1 at that point so um i would like seeing them kind of getting together and either a i don't i don't foresee a my thing does not see a flashpoint at this point at this point no point intended um <laughs> but i i would like to see so one of like the flash rogues and, and cyborg maybe you know you got grid you got mainframe you can kind of have a you know combination of the villains and just kind of get to know them a lot more and, and flesh out their background a bit more because we just didn't get a lot and i know we're gonna get more of cyborg but i don't think we're still gonna not gonna get enough of flash's background in justice league when we do get it from snyder yeah you know and one of the biggest things and spoilers for the cw crisis if you did not see it when it immediately broke the internet (laughs) time's up (laughs) but uh you know one of the biggest things in that crisis episode i think it was like one of the last episodes uh i i think it was the last episode uh, I think it was four. Yeah, I think it was second to last. Okay, yeah. second to last episode. We saw uh, Grant Gustin's Flash go into the Speed Force and immediately bump into Urza Miller's Flash. And when he disappeared, dissipated, whatever, he said, I told Vic it was possible. Yep. And that's so, where mine kind of came from, that idea. So yeah. we know or possibly know that, hey, they're probably going to be good friends. So I think mm-hmm. that the the buddy cop thing would actually be pretty cool. I think that would yeah. definitely be cool. Now, did you say that it would be a TV show or a movie? Um, I could see both. Mine, th- this one, I don't know. It just, depend- it just depends at that point. I mean, we already have the Flash TV show at that point. So I, I would like to see this as a movie. I think you could do this, you Very know, nice. whether it be an HBO Max movie or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I'd like to see just some sort of movie. Very nice. Uh, Joe, what did you have after Justice League? Okay, so after the first Justice League, I just kind of kept uh, Aquaman Shazam there. Like, I didn't really feel with the list I made, mm-hmm. uh, that didn't change. Okay. Those two movies still came out. Um, maybe maybe tweak both movies a little bit, make them more connected to the Snyderverse. Um, maybe show more of... Cause like, like, I know in the original Justice League, well, Snyder's version, we were going to see Atlantis. We were going to see Arthur go to Atlantis and talk with Volko and yeah. talk with Mira. Like, we were going to see all that, and we didn't. Um, so that's, you know, kind of maybe touch on that a little bit more. Uh, Shazam. Hey, so you, most- can't, you can't say David Sandberg didn't add Cavill, because did, oh. did y'all see that video? The one that he did yeah. with the HBO Max, the, the huge net. Hey, he, 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 I did not see that one. Sadly, who knew? Who knew? Superman had had elongated man's powers. <laughs> Somebody had um, to take up the mantle. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, I'm thinking maybe. I mean, the, Shazam. I think it was fine. It was great. Um, I would say add more maybe magic into the world, mainly because I've got a lot of a lot of magic based products in my list. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so I like what Chris did. Uh, so my Flash movie is is also a team up with Cyborg, but instead of a buddy cop movie, it's more of a road trip movie. 
I like uh, that too. That's... And that's where uh, we we kind of mess with uh, some time. Tra- it's a time travel road trip movie. Damn it, Barry. Uh, and so, <laughs> exactly. So we were saying we were saying this is uh, you know Snyder's timeline. It feels more like Flash is messing with this timeline that we're creating. Um, but I feel like uh, a, a great road trip. You know, going to stop Vandal Savage uh, as the villain of the film. I think that'd be really interesting. Um, almost a like a Back to the Future uh, meets Bill and Ted sort of you know fun you know road trip nice romp. man did y'all really see fun. that do y'all see that trailer for bill and ted 3 oh, oh yeah i did oh my i'm God. excited it, it looks so good i mean i i was talking to my little brother about it uh my little brother just graduated i think like seventh grade or so and he was like what even is this? Why does it say Bill and Ted 3? Where's the other two? And I was just like, no. <laughs> what have I done? I need to show you things. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Double, d- double feature, later night pizza beers. <laughs> but, uh, Seventh grade, no. <laughs> no beers. But I, uh, I also forgot to mention that uh, my Adam show was actually going to be somewhere between three to six episodes. But as my number three, after the Adam someone that we now know is going to be introduced in Zack Snyder's Justice League, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter mm-hmm. would be my third slot, uh, a three to six episode series that shows the origin of the Manhunter, uh, show a little bit of his life on Mars, uh, I don't know where Zack Snyder will go with his origin. I don't know if it will be exactly the, you know, the war of green marshes versus white Martians or what he'll do, but I would love to see how he got from Mars to Earth. Well, we I saw th- that whiteboard. He's definitely got a very his symbol very prominently on that whiteboard. Yeah, he he is he is planning something and hopefully that is uh, the plans on how to introduce him in Zack Snyder's Justice League. You know, there's a lot of rumors stating that that whiteboard was somewhat of an outline, you know, uh, because the number four was there. And so everybody's like, oh, it's going to be the fourth episode. Yes. <laughs> and but but we don't know. We don't know anything that he is yet planning. Uh, hopefully we will get more information soon. You know, we do have a. Uh, Man of Steel watch along happening literally tomorrow from when we are recording. We have no clue if if anybody involved with the movie is going to be showing up. Uh, there is going to be the San Diego Comic Con at home uh, next month, as well as there's something that the fans are putting on uh, of you know the community of release the Snyder Cut, and they have something planned. Uh, you know, they've been posting all about it. We don't know too much information about it, only that there is going to be something that same weekend as the San Diego Comic-Con at home. So, something to look forward to, people. Put it in your calendars. But, uh, Chris, what did you put in your number three slot? Uh, my number three, kind of like um, Joe, I put Aquaman, same, you know, right after that, because... I tried to get creative, like I said, I get more creative with just after Justice League Two and a little bit towards the end of this one. But to to flesh out these characters, like you said, like Martian Manhunter, things like that, certain movies got to be solo driven at that point. And so I really enjoyed Aquaman, like you said, Joe. Some things got to change. I would like 
I really enjoyed Orman Black Manta, and I think they did such a good job, and I can't wait to see what they do with the second one. Um, but yeah, I, Aquaman definitely needs to have a solo one. I'll, I'll be completely honest. I, I did cut out Shazam for mine, not because I disliked it at all. I just had some things had to be left on the cutting room floor, and <laughs> unfortunately it was that one. But um, but yeah, so Aquaman's my, my third. Nice, nice. Yeah, you know, there was some concept art of... Uh, what they were kind of planning for Aquaman, and you saw that the Atlanteans had actually invaded land, mm -hmm. and what people were so drawn to was the fact that the uh, Batwing was there, and then you saw a red and blue blur in the background. So yeah, and, and I kind of liked that. You know, one of the, I just did a DCAU rewatch. What I did, one of the, the Throne of Atlantis is not high on my list, but what I did like seeing was the actual invasion happened at that point and the ramifications behind that because again it's another post man of steel what what's going to happen you know what, what we can't you know yeah it happened all at sea but shoot unless you got satellites and things like that you know you know outside of what orm did do outside of it i would love to have seen in the invasion very nice uh joe what is your movie after uh, shazam okay so i don't have anything else uh between uh, Just League One and Two. Okay. So, uh, I can tell you some of my other stuff from the past. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, what would you have? So, like, I got so up after BVS and before Air Snyder or uh, Suicide Squad, I've got a uh, Zatanna TV show. Very nice. Very nice. Bringing bringing in some magic. Bringing mm -hmm. in like she could be facing off against Felix Felix Faust. Okay. Um. The okay. only the only downside is that is usually when you have Zatanna you have Constantine and not that Constantine isn't a bad one to pull in but he is be <laughs> as my girlfriend said as when I was running this by her earlier today uh Constantaneous recently <laughs> basically he's everywhere right now yeah he really <laughs> so, is he really really is, is again it's not a bad thing that's it's good that he's becoming part of the mainstream um, but like I want, uh, I want a female-driven show, female-driven TV, something. Uh, Zatanna's a really good one to put in there, and the magic aspect plays well with what I've got, you know, outlining on my uh, outline. So, yeah, and that totally makes sense. You know, one of the biggest things that you know has come into the mainstream recently that was female-led, and then a, a male character kind of thought you know we thought it was going to overshadow them was supergirl you know supergirl mm -hmm. came in and there was rumors that superman was going to show up and you know we saw him in text form we saw him like uh, i think they were like emailing each other or whatever until we Isn't finally really saw sad. him yeah and you know surprisingly uh he did not overshadow supergirl whatsoever and so yeah. i think constantine can probably show up in a episode uh, yes. Totally. But uh, especially with how many, like for me personally, I would love Zatanna to show up in this universe. Uh, she is an amazing character. She's a fun character. Mm -hmm. uh, she has had different uh, friendships and relationships with many people in the DC universe. And I think it would be really cool to have her power set and to introduce magic uh, mm -hmm. to this Snyderverse, how you played out. You know, you you, you said you had it in between uh, BVS and Justice League. 
and or BVS and Suicide Squad. BVS and Suicide Squad. Yeah, because it because technically early. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, te- yeah. Technically, Enchantress was the magic person in there. So technically, yes. in your timeline, Zatanna would be introducing magic to the Snyderverse, and I think that's really cool. You know. Yeah. Correct. So, uh, Jonathan, what did you have uh, next on your timeline? So, my timeline is very kind of loose. There are only like a few that really are are necessary to be in order. Um, So, I I don't know how many times now I've watched it, but Justice League Dark Apocalypse War has become one of my favorite pieces of content lately. It's amazing. Holy Um, crap. uh, Yeah. I had tweeted out uh, right after I had watched it. I said, I really wish I hadn't watched this because this is exactly what I want from Snyder's universe. Um, and so I, I really got to thinking, uh, you know, I really want a Justice League Dark universe, you know, type, you know, a couple, a couple stories with the Justice League Dark characters. I really want. Um, and then I just got, got to thinking about... Uh, just that that scene where they're all kind of rising up after, uh, you know, they're kind of like right before the third act of that film, mm-hmm. um, where it's all the different groups of of heroes that are still left. So you had that scene with the Bat Family fighting off the Paradooms, and you had the the Titans were fighting, uh, and it just like goes to show how widespread the DC universe can be. Uh, and so I just like I have these pockets set up um, where different films can be, uh, and just I mean we can we can take from those and we can we can play them wherever we want. But I think something that the DCU has done uh, that maybe Marvel hasn't done uh, is they're not really a slave to a specific timeline. And they don't have to be because it's a multiverse. Yeah. So. Very um, nice. I actually had a Central City Rogues Gallery film on my list. Nice. Now we we've had Suicide Squad and we've had Birds of Prey, which and Venom, which are you know these these films that focus on villains, but they're not bad. They're they're usually the antihero or the the hero of the story. And this is going to be a heist movie. Um, mm, it, very it, nice. It's literally going to be a group of bad guys doing bad things. Uh, and, and I mean, Captain Cold, of course, is going to lead lead the crew, uh, and he'll have you know his code that he's always had in the comic books of that makes it more challenging for him. And that's something I've always liked. Uh, so it's kind of like a Mission Impossible meets uh, you know Ocean's Eleven or whatever. Very nice. I like it. I like it. I did not even think about the rogues, which is crazy because we know w- at least one of the rogues is in uh, David Ayer's Suicide Squad, yep. which is technically my number four, uh, and I said that it could go in front of Justice League, so I am going to skip that. My next film after Suicide Squad, though, uh, is Ben Affleck's Batman, and I actually wrote it mm. down as Ben Affleck's Batman script <laughs> because we know that... well. We know that he gave up the mantle as Batman. We know that we would all love for Ben Affleck to come back. But something that we need to be you know, aware of as fans is that it's totally up to him, of course. Yep. So 
I do not know if it could definitely be Ben Affleck. I would love for it to be. But the idea of Batman stuck in Arkham and having it like the film The Raid blows my mind. Like, Like having him go into different sections of Arkham slowly trying to escape, knowing that Deathstroke is kind of there messing with things and bringing, like, basically hyping up the inmates to cause even more chaos. You know, we see the rogues of Batman in that film. But because of that, my next film would be Jared Jared Leto's Joker, uh, which would come after that. And I put them both as either or uh, film or TV show. Uh, So, Chris, what would be yours after your, uh, you said Aquaman, right? Yeah, I mean, I can rattle off uh, my last three before Justice League 2 and and they kind of kind of tie into um, I'm going to do a Wonder Woman movie because we've been big. I'm I'm so excited about 1984, but I want to bring it to the present Mm -hmm. and we're going to bring it to the present. We're going to introduce Donna Troy. We're finally going to get a proper introduction of John, Donna Troy to this universe, um, nice. whether it be, um, you know, her, you know, they, the, the Amazon's been paying attention to Dinah coming more out in the public, more out there with what happened in Justice League. And they're wanting and being more open to the idea that she should train their next generation of who they have seen like Diana and they send Donna to her to to train her and you know still bring in cheetah bring in some of those but i i want to see donna in this universe i think she's such a strong character with one of the most convoluted storylines next to legion of an origin story that dc can't get a hold on (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but my next one after there is uh the batman um but i want a globe trotting batman tracking down deathstroke um i've always enjoyed batman as he Gallop, you know, has some kind of globe trotting, and, and Deathstroke is setting up pieces of going on. It's referring back to their league, and and Injustice. I'm coming back to an, an Injustice League later on after Justice League Two, but I want to see two grizzled, war torn veterans going after each other, and, and man, just those that artist imagery of Batman versus Deathstroke. I want to see that fight. So awesome. Um, and my final one before Justice League Two is a a quote unquote whatever we're going to call this Man of Steel, two, three, whatever. This will be working with since he has come back, he is alive. I think as one person that he can turn to for that, we're going to see a lot more Martian Manhunter in this Man of Steel. Oh, um, very nice, very nice. The, the helping him understand what's not necessarily because he hasn't been gone for that long but someone that he can turn to a confidant is that we know who he is as as john jones the villain of this will be and i loved it and i want to bring it in from justice league animated is brainiac working with lex and this would be my final film before justice league 2 brainiac knows something is coming obviously lex knows something is coming but he feels the he's he feels he's on the outs he doesn't have that connection anymore and he wants to be prepared when in his mind superman will fall he will be the one to take over for for against dark side at that point because he sees himself as he's not going to be dark side's pawn 
he's always wanted to be the hero of a story and he he's going to try to use brainiac to do that to prepare himself very nice very so i I'd, I'd like to piggyback off of both of chris's ideas um i uh i don't think martian manhunter can really hold a film on his own right um and so i think it would be great uh for him to be in charge of leading the teen titans and training them All right. uh in a movie that i had called uh teen titans watchtower so this is this is in between justice league one and two uh and, and i believe they said uh in the five five movie arc that the second justice league was going to be cosmic yes correct yes. so the justice league has already went off to to fight the looming threat so earth is unprotected uh and so of course you know martian manhunter stayed back to to take care and watch over uh and he has to you know get whoever's left and so we've got the teen titans uh and i'd really like to see blue beetle and jaime reyes uh because i think dc is very diverse and I think that's a, a huge point in their favor. Um, so yeah, I would I would love to see um, the, this Teen Titans movie in between there. Um, man, what did I? I didn't write a lot of these down. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like those. Um, so those two, that would be one of them, and then. Um, you said that you were picking backing off of both of them. So was it having yeah. to do something with Brainiac or Lex? Oh, um, it, I would. I mean, again, I would love to see a, a Man of Steel versus, you know, a, a Superman versus Brainiac. I think that would be great. And uh, and I mean, Lex create if if we go off of uh, like viral marketing for BVS, Lex was working on a Brainiac sort of program pre uh being arrested yeah um if you if you guys remember that like, yeah. viral marketing campaign which I, I really wish it had actually gone somewhere with that in the film but you know yeah i i love the idea of martian manhunter being the leader of the teen titans uh, mm -hmm. It very much has that uh, that young justice type feel mm -hmm. with Red Tornado. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, with Red Tornado, he wasn't human. Literally, he was an android. Yeah. But you get the same aspect with Martian Manhunter. Now, I will say Martian Manhunter from the Snyderverse, from Man of Steel, from BVS, we now know that he's been on Earth for a long time. Or at least it looks like a long time. So, yeah, maybe he's learned some things. But that human connection, we haven't really seen a whole lot from him. We've seen well, exactly. him We've seen oh, him cold, sorry. calculated. We've seen him, you know, bark orders. But we haven't seen him really, I guess, have a connection with See, people. I think he actually has a little bit of a connection with, uh, well, with, with Bennett Ferris. Yeah, Ferris, Ferris. yeah. yeah that's Which, true leads into a green lantern somewhere down the line maybe exactly yeah um well, but that's that... like the only one that we've seen that he's had ever had because i mean he's 
as he ro- rose up in the ranks, she rose up in the ranks. Exactly. So it's almost like he kind of protected her and, and taught her and watched over her. So, almost as if, well, almost well, as if she was his niece. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh, well, I, 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 I like. Mm-hmm. I know, mind blown. <laughs> well, that's what I kind of brought up um, when I was recording with civil servants uh, last night. Was with Star Girl. You know, she's trying to for any anyone not watching Star Girl on this. Uh, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm it. Yeah, I'm current. Okay. As well, well um, you know, she's trying to reform JSA, and I said that one of the things that's lacking, and it's no fault against Pat. Pat's not. Pat's not ushering in as being the old father figure the to mentor. help them out. Yeah. Mentor. They are missing a mentor and they are sorely going to, we saw, it, you know, last episode, it's going to get a lot worse if we don't see a mentor. And I know that oh, yeah. they have a plan, but I think that a mentor is going to have to happen. So I love your idea of Martian Manhunter being that true mentor of Teen Titans. I like that. Yeah. Very, cool. very cool. Now, Joe, uh, do you have any other films that were kind of set in the past uh, before Justice um, League? Yeah, I've got two more things, maybe three. Um, so I've got a Birds of Prey. I didn't know if it was going to be a TV show or movie, uh, but this one would have uh, Canary, Huntress, Oracle, which is why I brought Barbara Gordon in earlier. Yeah, very cool. Uh, and then maybe Zatanna to yeah. help with bringing more magic. Um, also, maybe a, a second season of uh, Green Lantern Corps. And again, like that's just Hal and John out in the universe, hopping along. They're off planet. The big thing is, though, uh, in both of those shows, movies, whatever, we have Booster Gold popping up with Skeets. Just a quick, like, (laughs) minute scene, like, oh, crap. Similar to what Flash did in BVS. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, crap, I'm too early. I'm in the wrong time. Skeets, we got to get this fixed. Let's go. Just a quick pop in, pop back out. And I'm sure that's going to go Lead in. into something later. Okay, very, very yes. cool. So we've all kind of hit on uh, Justice League 2 as well. Because um, like Joe, you said, there's there's nothing really between uh, Justice League and Justice League 2. Not for uh, me, yeah. You know, I said I had the Batman and Joker film before Justice League 2. Then my number seven would be Justice League 2 as, of course, a six-episode series Got to keep those subscribers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, up and running. And I think I put every single thing as a potential series, um, just because with the lineup that I have, if we made it a max of twelve episodes on each one, I have a total of seventy-two weeks worth of content. <laughs> so that's a year. That's a year and a half worth of content. But of course, it takes longer for these shows to actually be made. So that year's worth of content can actually be a total of, like I said in the beginning of all this, anywhere from three to five years. Now, Clay, don't please don't give us hope that we're going to have a new piece of content every week because oh. we've been given that before. And uh... <laughs> Oh, who believed that for us? Again, I couldn't. I just I'm, knew it wasn't going to happen. I it, wanted it, it but I don't. close. Like... I mean, are we are we talking about the DC universe? Is yeah. That, yes. I I mean, they technically have only missed like a total of maybe three weeks in in total. Well, I'm, it wasn't even that. It was just like I guess their new content was that Sam Witwer kind of show. The role playing show was kind of yeah, the, yeah. I love I mean, Sam Woodward, said- but I wasn't that interested in seeing a bunch of people hanging out and playing role-playing games. Yeah, but. I mean, I think the really <laughs> thing that made that popular was 
the Dungeons and Dragons show uh, Critical yeah. Role. I think yeah. that became super popular, and then everybody wanted something like it. Um, yeah. I always said, you know, for me, there is, I don't know if any of you guys know this, there is a D&D game that is based off of DC characters. It's called I've DC. Heard of it, yeah. It's called DC Universe. I literally have every book in PDF form. I bought them and I was like, "Hey guys, let's do this to all my friends." And they're like, "Hey, how about no?" And I was like, oh. <laughs> "And now you slink back to your cave and say, and, fun. I'll just and, play with myself." And I just, I just have I have I have like cuz they have like a hero's book, they have a villain's book, they have a world's book, and then they have the actual walkthrough that gives you all of the Dang. rules, all wow. of the weapons like the, how to build a character, everything. So it's so cool. And I said, like, to me, I'm like, that's the best thing you can do. Give these voice actors that play freaking uh, Justice League on the animated series, give them this rule book and then have them, because everybody's like, oh, bring back JLA, bring back JLA, you know, the animated series or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, just that, league and just league unlimited, yeah, yeah, you know, and they may not have that planned, but you could definitely get these people to role play the characters in their voices and play like a game of D and D. I think that would be awesome. That would be fun. Yeah. That would be totally cool. But of course, uh, we now know DC Daily is being canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the last one aired like maybe a couple days ago. Uh, not gonna lie, I think yeah. I've only watched one episode, and that was the very first episode. I watched the live stream, and that was it. I have not seen it since. I I watched a couple of weeks initially, and then life happened, and other news sources broke stories better than they did. Well, they didn't break any news like and that. There we go. <laughs> they promoted and, themselves and, that and they would. J- uh-huh. And Jonathan, I think that was their biggest failure. Was. Mm-hmm. This is a DC show. You should be like, and I wouldn't want to take this away from Zack Snyder at all. But if, you know, Zack was building that relationship to hopefully be like, hey, get me on DC Daily and I'm going to break the internet and break your subscription numbers with, hey, I just introduced this, you know, the Snyder Cut. Or he'll just, he'll just break zero. Or, or <laughs> yeah. exactly. But tough. like, but even you know, <laughs> even these new movies or TV shows or anything, they should be talking about those things on DC Daily. And I mean, I've seen all the memes about uh, Dave Pena's uh, vodka stream becoming the new DC mm. Daily show. Um, <laughs> I would, I, I love those guys. They're hilarious. Oh yeah. Uh, I think that AT&T knows that some of those can kind of be iffy as far as where money can go into. So I I think what they have now, you know, just having those random announcements, I think they they can definitely do it a better way. Uh, Because we now know from the, you know, the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, every single trade wanted to break that news. Everybody Mm -hmm. wanted to break that news. People got a hint of it like the night before, and I definitely think AT and T needs to put something out there. And apparently, we are going to get something like that. August twenty second is going to be this DC fandom thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's so funny to me that uh, they they really pushed DC Daily for a while, and then 
I feel like what DC Universe did really well is their their fan forums, which I never really got into, but it seemed like they really were good at building a community. And then they did that uh, that almost almost a rebranding a couple months ago when they were trying to do that DCU, yeah. where it was the you know all of the uh, the the unscripted content and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they just they just didn't quite get where they were going and what they really had because they know how to build a fan base. They know how to build a community. Um, and, and I guess here we are, we're the community we're doing our show. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's just not on their service. So <laughs> that's their fault, right? They can pay us. It's fine. Yeah. yeah uh, also, uh, uh, next weekend, you guys ready for, uh, DC Universe D and D game. I mean, we can I mean, stream that going. Uh, it's Father's Day weekend. I know I got to work, so probably- <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a pretty sporadic weekend schedule as far as like when I'm off and whatnot. But I am. If people want to get into it, like I said, I have every book. I can freaking Google Drive that thing to everybody. Let's do it. I'm totally yeah, down. I'd be down for it, but. I've never, played, I've, I've never played a and d game, not saying I'm opposed to it, but man, I'm going to be the completest noob in that whole group. Oh, it's, dude, I will say, Chris, it is so fun. You know, for, for, for me, my older brother and my uncle were super big to, into it, and they're like, oh yeah, just, you know, just do it, just do it. And I jumped into a game uh, when I used to work at this comic shop here in town, and we would start when the comic shop closed at like nine o'clock and we would go home at two or three in the morning it was insane it was insane but so much fun but let's go five minutes passed in the game yeah Yeah. (laughs) yes that's that's the thing also is that like if if you have a pretty good game master or uh dm uh the progression of a story can either be like super fast or hey we're gonna make this thing last like years to come so every interaction is gonna take about an hour which yeah, is- i've been playing so i've been playing uh this camp current campaign for the last three years we've probably in game total have been playing for or been active for three months maybe wow, wow. so awesome. we've done a lot in the world that we're in but oh exactly. it's just we only we also only play once a month and we only play for about three or four hours because my girlfriend and I, we have to go get our kids versus, you know, at different mm-hmm. areas. So it, we only have a set amount of time, so we can only do so much. Yeah, for sure. But so. let's go ahead and move for what will be after Justice League 2, what I have planned for after Justice League 2, because we know Justice League 2 will be that oh shit moment of a cliffhanger to really you know, bring us home with Justice League 3. So... For me, I would want to make my fans wait so long <laughs> between Justice League 2 and Justice League 3, but still give them really good content. So my number eight after Justice League 2 would be Supergirl episodes either three through six. Like it would either be three episodes or six episodes. This would actually be a flashback because we all know if you read... And I haven't even read it. I've only heard about it. I need to go find it. But there was a Walmart comic book that was uh, released before Man of Steel that yeah. showed 
what the ancient uh, flagship was and who was actually inside those pods. And correct me if I'm wrong, Hmm. it was rumored or kind of hinted at in that comic book that Supergirl was in there. Yeah, yeah, and and even Snyder basically all but confirmed it with uh, the watch party, and he's Mm -hmm. even hinted at stuff for years. Yeah, so I would definitely love that flashback story of Supergirl and you know we get to see what it was like for her uh in a civilization that was quite possibly ancient with these powers and how she got a grip with them and you know there was three ships that or three uh pods that were open so or was it just one that was open one i think it was just one one they were dead yeah the other two were dead so you know we would have to deal with her mourning of possibly her family or friends or whoever were in those pods. And, you know, from the history lesson in Man of Steel, you see that Kryptonians were conquerors. Was Supergirl in the mentality of conquering Earth? Or did she have a little bit of a lighter heart? You know? So... The possibility. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You lighter heart. Now you start talking like Marvel now. You got to be careful with that. <laughs> oh, here's, a poss- here's a possibility. What if that was her family and they escaped to a different planet, it being Earth, to change the way that, you know, like you said, they were conquerors. Yeah. And they wanted to just be different. They wanted to be their own, like, start a new civilization there. But obviously, Krypton abandoned them and they were just left there to die. Exactly. Maybe that's a good possibility. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, I love the idea. You know, I loved the rumor. And once again, we don't know anything from Zack Snyder's Justice League, only from what he's been showing for the past two and a half yeah. years, mm-hmm. um, which everybody would be like, two and a half years? I'm sure he's shown you the whole movie. Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's one of the things people said. I haven't seen it. I said, no, we've seen pieces. We don't know how this all connects. You know, he I think he overestimated in that Hollywood Reporter article saying that we've only seen like one fourth of his film. I genuinely think there's only a like possibly a a cumulative 10 minutes of his film. In 80 the, pages, 80 yeah, pages, 80 pages <laughs> is what, is what yeah. Joss Whedon. Wrote. That's a lot. And That's longer that, than a lot of scripts yeah, well, that's a, i mean isn't it in the old adage a page is a minute basically and from what i've heard in uh tv show podcasts and from other people is that one minute is usually one page of of a script so that's an hour and 20 minutes of you know footage right. and the rest i mean wasn't it a freaking hour and 25 minute film or how how long was it a hundred or i think it was, it was two hours i think it was just under two hours yeah yeah or something like that not including credits so i genuinely think that you know there well i i i was speculative on it but you know everybody was like oh my gosh bruce is looking at a, a hologram of freaking supergirl when the trailer shows him like sitting down and saying something and you only see like in the video i don't know look, if look, look at that like, leg you can tell yeah, it's a female leg like, is there. are you kidding me you see my you see my fingers right here you probably saw just a sliver yep. of red mm-hmm. in that 
in that little scene, and everybody's like, oh my god, it's Supergirl! And I'm like... Uh, how did you figure that out? Okay, fine. How? Like Some, <laughs> Somehow 1 plus 1 equals 18? Uh, e- what? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it could, or it couldn't be. Who knows? Yeah. But, you know, it would be weird if we never see Supergirl again. You know, they're... In in comics, there is some sort of explanation of how Kryptonians age on Earth, or if they do or do not, you know? So, I would be curious to see where Supergirl is now, if she isn't already dead. So, this just popped in my mind. Maybe we won't see Kara Zor-El Supergirl. Maybe we'll see, and I'm dropping her real name, maybe we'll see Power Girl. Oh, like that's that's an option. Yes, it is. Yeah, that would be great. That would be awesome. So, Chris, a Power Girl Harley film. Yeah. Oh, oh, gosh. Gosh. oh <laughs> right. No. All right, that was Chris. a fun comic. And Amanda Connor and Jimmy P are like, yes! <laughs> yes. And actually let them write it. Like, let them yes. be in charge of it, please. That would be awesome. Uh, Chris, what do you have after Justice League number two? I've, uh, since we've. They were very, or at least the idea was that Green Lanterns would make their biggest appearance in Justice League 2. I have uh, Green Lantern Corps, um, you know, doing a either movie or series. You know, we know HBO Max has been greenlit the series. I want my main my main ones to be John, Hal, and Jessica Cruz. I, I want, I think Jessica has, has really, I, I'm doing a, I've never, after Forever Evil, I did not follow too much with New 52 outside of Batman, so I just read of all New 52 Green Lantern, and now I'm into Rebirth with um, Simon and, and Jessica's Cruz, and man, I am so impressed with her as a character. I and love I, Jessica. Uh, I love her. She's amazing. She's an amazing character. I, I have never been that that just blown away in a character that could have just been thrown away and off to the side, and I think there's something to be said. Not saying Simon hasn't, but I think Simon's journey is not it, she has had to overcome so many different things that are just so unique to that. I would love to see Simon in the Green Lantern Corps, you know, in the show in some way, shape, or form. You know, we want to see these little Easter eggs, but I think that kind of trio there brings so many different dynamics to that table, being, you know, John, Hal, and Jessica all bring something of weaknesses, but also something that makes them a a great Green Lantern. That's what I've always liked about the Green Lanterns, too. Um, I actually haven't read any uh, just Cruise stuff, but I had watched that uh, animated movie. Oh, the Fatal Five? Yeah, the Fatal Five. Still haven't and watched I, that one yet. I mean, that that's where I fell in love with Jessica Cruz, for sure. Uh, just seeing somebody who is so relatable in like her, her, her anxiety and fear, um, being able to overcome it and you know, stand because that's what the Green Lanterns are all about is overcoming whatever weakness they have. Yep. And the best thing about Jessica in the comics is the fact that they laid into her phobias so much in the beginning of that run and then showing her exceed it exponentially to just be like, no, nah, F all you guys. I am the best. I am a Green Lantern, and this is my job as a Green Lantern. And I love that switch in there where Simon thinks he's more leader, and then Jessica finally just owns him as, you know, when she finally does it. I think it was, like, right around, like, 
after the first lantern and that kind of arc at that point when they go yeah. back in time like she owns that yes becoming the leader at yeah. that point she was that's where it blew me away Very nice. i've been a little not disappointed but indifferent of what they've done with her recently in just honestly yeah, yeah it's i'm liking it but it's been not the same yeah for sure so. i mean hopefully you know after death metal um which now <laughs> i well i just saw the layout that scott oh, put out it's gonna be yeah. the minimum of nine issues or the maximum of possibly 16 which is like holy crap which i will say um i don't know uh chris or joe if you get the previews early uh i see them i yeah um, i see them too yeah okay i will say i've read death metal duh holy crap uh, I'm jealous. That's, that's all I'll say. That's okay. all I'll say. I, I, I've already got a place on my shelf. I've already got a death metal Batman statue. I want. <laughs> I want well, Wonder Woman. Yeah, and I'm, 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 just, truth. I'm just. I'm just trying to figure out where Joe is going to be able to fit death metal <laughs> in that giant bookcase behind him. Uh, From the moment he stepped into this call, it, it goes on. Oh, it keeps wow. going. Holy yeah, cow! Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe, you you take my. One, two, three, four, five. I've got five, but yeah, you okay, take the so cake. But that's that's just the trades. Right there is the wall, my, oh, dude. I books. Will, I will say, good on you for buying those plastic bins, dude. I love them. They are they are so amazing. They're bitch to put together. Not gonna lie, but I love them. <laughs> they they are the best thing that that company has ever made. Oh yeah. Because I hate. They're also expensive. Yes, they're like twenty to got... twenty-five dollars. I think. Oh no, no! Because they... I get the long box. I get the long, long ones. Oh. Those are. I've got one, two, three, four. I've got thirty full. Dang man! Still... Yeah, I got an obsession. Uh, and I still <laughs> well, I I will like say for me, bucks. I so. I can't do long boxes anymore. I can't. It my back, and for me, learn. I learned the pain of a long box for living on the third floor twice. Well, yeah. when, it, we moved, when we moved out of our house to where we're living now, like our dining room, when I staged the mo- for the movers to pick up stuff, the dining room that was supposed to be a dining room became our kid play area. The dining room itself was nothing but four or five stacks of graphic novels, hardbacks, boxes. And then the mover said, what's all this? said, yeah, that's my husband's problem right there. <laughs> <laughs> Very awesome. But Joe, what is your uh, TV show or movie after uh, Justice League 2? Okay, uh, before I get there, I do want to throw out, I had Flash somewhere before Justice League, just to introduce them officially, because I know in, in the uh, Suicide Squad, he shows up, and then in Justice League, he's like, well, I don't do anything. And I'm like, what the F? No, you, you actually do something. <laughs> I have him at like uh, in Gorilla City helping somewhere out there. That was just somewhere. I don't know where exactly I was going to put that one. But that took place before Justice League. All right. So jumping back to after Justice League 2, uh, I've got a movie. And it's Booster Gold. And this one is because he time travels. It's setting up his appearances in the previous ones I stated, 
Um, and this takes place because Just League 2, like we know, was the JLA going out, attacking Dark, Dark Side, losing, him coming and conquering, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So then the world now is a dystopia, similar to how we saw it in the Nightmare World and kind of what we saw in um, Dark Side War, or I'm sorry, Apocalypse War. So it's Booster Gold living on a dystopian Earth, and he comes across Skeets to then try and jump through time, either forward, backward. He's just he's going through time, through uh, not universes, but through time at least. Yeah. And so that's where we see him popping up in the other shows, saying, "No, we're too early. We have to figure this out and come back." So it's like in the movie itself, it would show like a quick snippet. So, of So before we get the actual Flash making yes. those moves, because hopefully, hopefully spoilers, that is what is planned for Justice League 3. Yes. But we and, will see him, like, will he succeed? Like, do you plan on him well, succeeding? Here, what's, what's well, going that's on? the thing. Uh, he would maybe succeed in time traveling, which will then, in the third Justice League movie, him being there to help Cyborg figure out how to time travel properly. Ah, okay, okay, that makes sense. That definitely makes so sense. It, because, it all kind of tight because one of the together. one of the videos that I did watch uh, during the quote unquote Snyder Con, uh, Snyder did explain how time travel works in his universe. He said that the Earth has to be approximately in the same like actual place yep. in space from when you need to move and yes. because it is a circular motion uh of orbit then you only have two windows and she thinks of this stuff come on it, i mean <laughs> wow. but at the, at the same time but it makes sense yeah it, it makes sense yeah it does even zach was like i'm sorry it's it's time travel it's stupid and one of some guy in the crowd was like that's awesome <laughs> but, it, but yeah, it, so like Booster Gold would be a perfect like guinea pig for all that. Yeah, figuring yeah. it out to then once he does figure it out and be like, all right, this is the science behind it. Given the fact that Booster Gold is just a you know washed up football player turned uh, janitor, it'd be more Skeets having yeah. all the science to then be able to help out Vic Cyborg come just league three he they can all work it out together very nice i really i really like that idea making yeah. a character that's kind of this you know dummy into the architect of how they figure out mm-hmm. uh, it, it brings a lot more into his character building plus plus who who would want to see like oh they're gonna jump back uh a year without well, not a year like they're gonna jump back maybe 11 months and he ends up just in the middle of the ocean because he didn't factor the the math right Exactly, and then he's just like, "Skeet, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's really cool. Uh, Jonathan, what did you have for after Justice League Two? So this is where I've I've got a, a Green Lantern film and sequel, um, and almost like a like a Justice League two point five um, would be the Green Lantern sequel. So I I, I kind of want to do. Uh, to really build out Green Lantern's universe, um, after the after the first Green Lantern film uh, would be like a, I would call it Justice League Spectrum War. Ooh, and Very so nice. we're we're, we're kind of like throwing in some stories like uh, you know, 
Sinestro Corps. Like, yeah, Sinestro War of the Lights, Corps. yeah. Yep, War of Lights. Um, just like all that, like just really getting into like how big the universe is and like how uh, just massive the uh, the the different spectrums can be. Very nice. Uh, so, so that's definitely part of it. Um, and again, I kind of want to sprinkle out some uh, some very just some like offshoots, ones that don't totally connect, but do because again, it's it's all connected. Like Jeff Loeb can say that all he wants, but here at, at DC, <laughs> it literally is all connected. Nice. Um, so I want to do like a really fun like vibrant violent uh midnighter and apollo movie i think that'd be really fun that would be fun that'd be cool something really psychedelic and really like just balls to the wall crazy (laughs) uh i think that'd be really fun and then this is also where i would put uh both like a hellblazer movie and a a justice league dark very nice very nice Um, as well as a as a swamp thing movie yeah, so I, had, I had a Swamp Thing idea, but I didn't really know where to put them. Like, I couldn't really figure that one out. And Swamp Thing works so well as as a series because, you know, you have the unmen. So literally, it can be episodic. Mm-hmm. It, like, that's why I don't totally understand people who say it can't really work on the CW because it very well could. Well, uh, we're going to find that, out this fall. It, well, yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> It, like a lot in, of censoring. Lots of censoring. <laughs> that's true. But uh, in that aspect, it could work. Uh, but it could also, I mean, you've also got like the rock from new 52, which, you know, that's a, that's a massive, uh, you know, storyline that you could take into account. And, uh, and I mean, we saw it in just in, uh, justice league, dark apocalypse war that swamp thing is as tough as the rest of the, as every other hero put together Yeah, because he took out one of the three, you know, sentinels. Yeah, um, dude. I just I'm not himself. gonna I'm not gonna put any spoilers out there because I didn't want Sorry. any spoilers for no no, no well no, no no that's totally fine. It's not a big part of the of like mm-hmm. the main thing, but you know Scott was was just eating at me and like from the DC Film Squadcast. He's like, you need to watch this movie. You need to watch this movie. What's wrong with you? Why haven't you watched this movie? <laughs> and after yeah, the, seriously, what's wrong with you? After that yeah. conversation, after that big conversation we had last week when we were all on the Zoom call, you know, I was just sitting there and sitting there and I was like, you know what? It's about time I watched this goddamn movie. And I just like, <laughs> I, I went on to uh, Google Play here on my computer. I bought the movie and I immediately started watching it. There is so much blood. Yeah. There, there oh is, my gosh. Oh my God. And well, <sighs> the one thing that I love is. The fact that they intentionally put the characters that has been in every single movie since this new rebooted animated universe, mm-hmm. and they're like, this... Because, I mean, small spoiler, they've already said that this was going to be their last movie in that yep. main continuity of films. Mm-hmm. And so this was like the last hurrah. And like I started watching, and I wasn't bored, but I was like, Holy shit! This has been a long time, and I barely moved my mouse, and I saw the runtime, and I was like, "Holy crap! Yeah. This is like, this is like the bookend of all bookends. Holy crap! This is mm-hmm. amazing." That that film, and when I definitely decided to like really watch it when I saw that article of like 
oh, this is what Zack Snyder's film could be. And I'm just like, oh, why? Yeah, I definitely definitely took inspiration from yeah. Apocalypse War when making my list. Because, like, in my mind, the Suicide Squad does in the Snyderverse what they did in the DC AMU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're, they yeah. just cut out their own little corner. They're like, hey, let's do whatever. And then they ultimately become the, and again, no spoilers, but they play a big part on Earth in mm-hmm. Apocalypse War. Yeah, and that's, you know, Scott doing his rewatch inspired my rewatch at that point. Same. Because, because Same. I watched Apocalypse War, you know, and I hadn't seen, I, there were a couple of films I had never seen, and I never saw Bad Blood. I had never seen, um, I owned it, but I never saw, saw yet um, Hell to Pay. But it made that movie, when I finally got to it, I appreciate it so much more mm-hmm. and because caught you find everything. Out how much it's connected to everything. Yeah. Which Dang, is great. and they did a good job. Yeah. But uh, my next film, which is, uh, well, actually, my next series, because it's very important that this is a series, my number nine, everybody else has put Green Lantern in their timeline. It's about time that I do the same. <laughs> I did Green Lantern. Now, one of my favorite animated movies of DC is Green Lantern Emerald Knights. Hmm, the reason that's a good why, one. the reason why I love it is because of the anthology of it. You get to see so many different lanterns. Yep. You get to see the history of the lanterns in so many different aspects. And I would almost do the same here. Uh, but instead of the anthology of all the other lanterns, of course I do want to get more into that possibly in like a possible season two, but this season one anthology is actually an anthology of all the Earth Lanterns. So we would see how, you know, uh, Hal would finally get, you know, first get the ring, and we would see how John was introduced. We would see how Guy Gardner came to play, <laughs> Kyle Rayner, Simon Baz, and Jessica mm-hmm. Cruz. So it would be a six series or a six episode series, and for me, I think that's so important because one thing that I, I I love that everybody has their favorite lantern. Everybody has their favorite lantern. Me personally, it's Kyle Rayner. I'm starting to love Jessica Cruz just a little bit more. But everybody will say, oh, Hal Jordan's my lantern. Oh, John's my lantern. Oh, Kyle's mine. Oh, Jessica Cruz is mine. And if you noticed, I'm leaving two out because they usually get the butt of the stick (laughs) and nobody usually talks about them. We never hear anything about guy and we never hear anything about Simon. And for me personally, Simon, his origin story is Mm -hmm. one of the scariest things in the entire world. Now I don't want to get into too much of outside stuff that's going on now, but Simon Baz in his origin, he was accused of being a terrorist. Yeah. That is terrifying. And for the fact for him to like stand up against that and really, you know, be able to come out alive and then the ring choose him, like that is inspiring for him well, himself to be able to be that calm and fearless in this confrontation. And you say that, but it's also a balance with him for being rage and, and, and you know, 
you know, a Green Lantern, you know, Red Lantern, Green Lantern. I, I could see him teetering on both at that yeah. point because of that. But he's one of the few I compare to Guy because both of them live and breathe being a Lantern. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, say what you want about Hal. He's be- he's become that, but he wasn't always like that. Yeah. You know, and, and si- I always compare Simon. And Simon and Guy have a lot more in common personality-wise than they'd like to admit. Yeah, uh, my sure. my uh, introduction to Guy in the comics was during the death of Superman, and at that mm-hmm. point, he had taken the yellow ring. If I remember, yep. yeah, if I remember correctly, he had taken Sinestro's ring, yeah, and kind of made it his own. But even after that, um, you know, then he became Warrior down the line, and eventually, when Green Lantern Rebirth came back, or yeah, with uh, Johns, he became a Green Lantern again. But even later on, he became a Red Lantern. And yep. actually, I really liked him as a Red Lantern. That was pretty awesome. Because uh, yeah. it, it delved into his character and his past. And it just made sense that he was a Red Lantern. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Chris, you're right. He definitely breeds Lantern. Because when he stopped being a Lantern, he kind of... Similar to what Eddie Brock is in the Venom comics, which I'm a little behind on. But, like, without Venom, Eddie Brock is kind of a nobody. Without a ring, Guy Gardner... Is a nobody. Well, particularly then when he knows that he he was he sh- he feels he should have been chosen, not have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. When he knows that, that's that's always been the chip on his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Chris, what did you have next on your list? Did you have anything before uh, Justice League Three? Yeah. Still? My my next. What's that? Oh well, you said. That oh you... yeah. No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. The next three I have up. This is this is one I kind of. I would love to say I don't know if they'll do it. The Injustice League versus Suicide Squad subtitle Hell on Earth. Ooh, <laughs> that'd be great. That's insane. <laughs> well, I think you know, I think that okay. would, that would work pretty awesome just because of the chaos that the yeah, Earth that, yep. is in after the conquering of Darkseid. Yeah, and so. you know, kind of what you said, Joe, with Apocalypse War. I took a little key from that, but I also wanted to pay off what we saw at the end of, you know, Justice, you know, Justice League. We should form yeah. a league our own. We have, we haven't had that, and I want this. You know, it's the battle to control what's left of, of their Earth or their territory, whatever they want at that point. I, I definitely feel bad. I feel like a fool because I didn't even think of, like both you and John uh, have Injustice League in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think of doing that. Like that's smart, just <laughs> Injustice League in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's on me. Um, but yeah, my my other two before Justice League three comes out, and, and purposely, I want a jail dark. I mm. want to see kind of like everyone sees bring in magic things like if I can't have Shazam, my thing would Shazam maybe be part of Justice League, you know, in some way, shape, or form. The Wizard Shazam something within there, nice. um, you know, Etrican, Zatanna. I would. Yep. I I need to see Etrigan in live action. Yeah, that would be amazing. Like just to be able, like, because especially knowing where CGI is now compared to, mm-hmm. let's say, even five years ago. Holy crap! I think Etrigan can look totally badass. Oh yeah, oh, yeah and this is where you have Swamp Thing can come in. Like, bring in all your weirdos that I couldn't get solos in. I'll dump them in Justice League Dark. Yeah, <laughs> even um, even if he's not even if Etrigan's uh, not CG, I mean, Suicide Squad won an Oscar for best hair and makeup. Yeah, true. I think true. I think Etrigan could true, even like, be. I think you could do Etrigan better 
physically than you could do Killer Croc. And uh, I mean, clearly they did Killer Croc amazing because that's what won on the Oscar. Yeah. Yep. Which is surprising to me. I literally just rewatched Suicide Squad today, and Croc is great in the clothes. The minute he takes off his his hoodie, and you see like this huge upper body and little skinny arms, I'm like. <laughs> What? Yeah, it, it, it like behind the scenes stuff. Like, okay, he, when that that's good. Like, I, the actor, I can't remember. I cannot mm-hmm. never pronounce his name. Love him. He's a great I'm actor. Try, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, he was perfect for for Croc, and what they did for Croc was amazing. Just it looked weird. Yeah, and I thought that the first time I saw it. So, but I would love to see that aspect uh, on Etrigan. Like, I agree with yeah. you. Etrigan yeah. in live action with prosthetics. Or even just the makeup, like they have, would be phenomenal. God, can you imagine Guillermo del Toro doing oh, that Etrigan yeah. movie? Oh my god! Oh well, he my was god, supposed please. to do. He Dark, was. He, Dark, he, he was supposed to. He was supposed to. Yeah. That but felt uh, what else did you have? You said you had one. No, more. Li- yeah, one more. And this is what I think was one of my faults with the DCAU. Is the New Gods. New we got Apocalypse. We never saw anything about New Genesis and anything mm-hmm. like that. I want, even if it's a going back in time, Ava Dude, Ava, Ava's film. I can never pronounce her last name, so I'm not even. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna butcher it. Ava Duvernay. <laughs> yep, I yeah. think I got it. Hey, okay. Hey, there we go. Um, but I think to you know, we see. You know, we may get a little bit more background in, 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 with whatever Justice League Two is. But at that point, I don't know. And I don't know how far Zach was going to go deep into the new gods. I could hope for that, but again, you only have so much time and mm-hmm. and and budget at that point. Mm-hmm. Bringing in the new gods, either as a going back in the past or reacting to what is now, and, and we would have what I purposely didn't do with this is that if I want the league, our our Justice League, out of these films, I don't. We don't see them because, like you you said. Uh, Clay, that you want to wait the longest time. I want people, whatever is left over, the, they're in a bad spot. I don't know what it is. I want them. Where are they? Where are they? No, you, you're gonna have to wait. They're they're there, but you don't get to see them yet. Yeah. You don't get to see how bad they are in, in a very terrible spot. Yeah, so. I I think the suspense would definitely help uh, in a situation of an HBO Max because people, yeah, you may get you know those small individuals that are just like okay you know what i'm just gonna unsubscribe and then resubscribe when you know news comes out for justice league 3 but that's why you know we are creating the Snyderverse so that there's hopefully other content in between Mm -hmm. this trilogy that is really going to draw people into possibly getting more of the story and that's why you know with your justice league with my justice league versus suicide squad and justice league dark these are the heroes that are left on earth they're wondering where are the justice league what what happened to them are they all dead they're trying to take over in whatever screwed up way they want yeah all right so, yeah uh, new gods is my last one before the third okay Perfect. joe uh what do you have after uh after your what did you say last time you said the booster gold booster gold, booster gold movie yeah what do you um, have after uh after that so i've only got one more thing left before justice league three uh, and it is, this is going to be, this is off the wall. This is going to be something weird, but it delves into the magic corner, which I've been pushing throughout my whole list. Yeah. Amethyst TV show. Okay. Here's All why. Right. Okay. Here's why. She 
she's a teenager or even just she goes to the same school that Vic does. They know each other. They're friends in high school uh, before he becomes cyborg. She, in the very first episode, it's going to be episodic, sorry. Um, she, we see that she then gets transported to Gem World. So she's off world for the entire event of this universe. Okay. Um, and so she's over there. She deals with uh, what Prince Topaz and uh it's gonna take this office could be like months years while she's in gem world she also deals with eclipso and eclipso is one like whenever she does find the black diamond she could finally get a hold of it keep it bring it back to earth and she ends up back on earth during the dystopia and she has no idea what's going on um she could at that point meet up with like zatanna or even you know booster at some point just meet up with somebody i know we saw her in what was it future's end um where she was like um in during the new 52 where she was the old and grizzled warrior that's yeah. right she was yeah, part yeah. of a team with like uh frankenstein and all that so she obviously can, can do the team aspect yeah um so yeah and like then and she brings another element of magic into what will be you know the league's final attack on dark side come just League 3. Very nice. So. All right. Jonathan, what do you have? Uh, do you have anything before Justice League 3? Uh, yeah. And, and again, just to, like, kind of expand the universe, I really want to, like, do an Elseworlds movie. Uh, I Still really... Elseworlds? Yes. I really want to... <laughs> I was talking to my girlfriend this afternoon, uh, and I had suggested a live-action Gotham by Gaslight, but expanding the world to include, you know, Maybe not just Batman. Maybe, maybe there's a Superman. Maybe there's, you know, another hero from this this time period. I think that'd be really cool. Very nice. So like yeah. a like a Gaslight Justice League film. Yeah, exactly. Well, that'd be yeah. interesting. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. I've always it, there. There's a good one, and I it was, it's on DC Universe, and I was blown away by it. I don't know why I didn't ever see it first run. Uh, JLA Age of Wonder. I think it's like a two or three episode, two or three um, issue one, but it's it's done in kind of the steampunk Victorian. So that would kind of tie in with what you're saying, Jonathan. With that's Gotham by Gaslight. Mm-hmm. See, and I think uh, like Green Lantern works so well. Well, that- there's a uh, there's an episode of the Green Lantern animated series on DC Universe. Is that any good? Where it, I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. Uh, it only went for one season, which was a shame. But they mm-hmm. still touched on almost every Lantern core in nice. that first se- in that first season. But there is a season where uh, the big bad, like near the end of the season, is actually the Anti Monitor, and he rips a hole in like time and space, mm-hmm. and Hal is like forced through it. And he's on a steampunk world, oh, and cool. there there is a character that is in this steampunk world that is using green willpower to like power up this suit that he made for himself. And mm. he doesn't do any constructs, but he uses the green light as like a power blast. And so you kind yeah. of get to see that steampunk Green Lantern. So it, it, it would definitely fit in that realm, which is really, really cool. Yeah, another great one is Green like... Green Lantern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's another good one that's uh, 
Evil's Might. I think that's another three three issue. Yes. Uh, yes. Three issue one where if you haven't read it, Jonathan, there's a twist that there's a heck of a twist with some of our characters in there. But the main focus is Kyle. Kyle okay. is the main in Main Lantern, but there's a heck of a twist with one of our characters that we're not used to seeing in this light. Yeah, oh, I uh, I I really love that story. I actually found that story like within a month of me working at the comic shop that I used to last year uh, when I worked there, because um, I was just like looking for random stuff that I had never read before, uh, and it just so happened that that was like the first thing in the Green Lantern section. <laughs> I was like, what in the world is this? You know? I think I've read. If I've read it, which I honestly, I read a lot. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if I've read it, it's been a long time, and I think I may have only read the first issue, so I don't. I, I'll got to find that on. Uh, but yeah, on it's, it's it's on Do DC that. Universe for sure. Yeah, if you if you look right. up Elseworlds, they have a whole Elseworlds section. Yes, it's not, I, it's I not, love that. It, it's not everything, sadly, because they're missing yeah. a lot. But Evil's Might's definitely on there. That's where I found JLA, Age of Wonder, um, a lot of good stuff. Very nice. Now, we are wrapping up this list. I do have one more before Justice League number three, and I actually have a bonus one for after Justice League three. So I'm just going to say now my number 10, which is right before Justice League number three, would be a David Ayer's Suicide Squad season two. This would be like everybody else was saying, this is Earth's last team. They are basically attempting to you know for for villains their number one priority is themselves Mm -hmm. when they learn that everybody's gotta die like everybody's going to die to dark side to this anti-life you know it becomes very conscious to them like holy crap justice league isn't here batman isn't here i don't want to die these guys probably don't want to die either we're gonna have to still be a team Oh my god! And like, oh, what? If, like, Waller's yeah. dead, and they can't get the the chips out. Yeah. So it literally is the last <laughs> suicide mission. Like, they're going to die. Yeah. Every character dies. Harley's going to die. Oh my god! Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. It would be that's a terrifying amazing. thing. And the best part about that, let's say they all die. Let's say this mm-hmm. is a last suicide mission. They die. The best thing about it is that we've already heard that Justice League number three is a time travel story, so they all come mm-hmm. back to life anyway. Yeah, I can I can imagine like one of them wanting to back out, and then like Deadshot or somebody just shooting them. You mean Slipknot? Slipknot. <laughs> exactly. But I I totally see them being that kind of last stand, and even to the point of let's say this is a Will Smith story. You know, Deadshot story, where he has already lost his family at this point because of Darkseid and the anti-life. And I can imagine one of the last scenes is he gets to confront Darkseid and he's like, I don't care if you're an alien. You took my family. I'm going to take you out. And then, boom. Blows himself up. Yeah. 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 I am legend. Oh, my God. but But just to learn that, like, for us as the audience... To be like, oh man, that was so insane. He took out Darkseid, and then like the cloud, the <laughs> cloud, not, yep. yeah. the cloud will nothing. like dissipate, and you just see the red glowing eyes, and you're like, oh my god, oh no, <laughs> all for nothing, exactly. So, of course, the next one would be Justice League three. Um, did any of you guys have anything after Justice League three? No, because my understanding was Justice League three would be the be all end all 
Yes. And so I'm just like, well, there we go. Similar I similar to how Apocalypse War ended, and I'm not gonna give anything away if you haven't seen it. Uh something something similar to that. Not that um necessarily. Yes, correct. It's okay. just like this is it doesn't have to end the way we saw, but that is a possibility if things go sideways. Very true. Very true. Uh, Chris, Jonathan, did y'all have anything after Justice League 3? I would just end Justice League 3 uh, in, a, in a way that shows that, again, that this is a multiverse. And so I would, I would end it with like Flash running off through, into the Speed Force. Very nice. And then just the screen goes black, TV, maybe like even like or an old, like a TV screen shutting off type. Ooh, you know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I, and then you could like throw in like some uh, like ref, like ambush bug or something was like flipping the TV screen. <laughs> oh, off. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh, well, I, don't know. Um, I, th- I think it'd be fun. Chris, you? Yeah, I I want this universe to continue sticking around. I don't. I don't want I don't want Flash to go back, and, and I'm not knocking Jonathan. I like mm-hmm. I like I like that idea. I like what they did with with that, but I want to see what happens post World. I don't know what would be my next film after it, um, but I want this to kind of continue. But oh, that's what Marvel's doing. I said there's something to be said by it, that things don't have to always be rebooted, especially mm-hmm. when comics reboot, DC reboots, Marvel reboots so many different times. Yeah, uh, I I like to see the post stuff like there's so many different tv shows that ends like oh i want to see what happens after this big thing they just ended the whole series with and and so i want to see a world i want to see a post earth with obviously hopefully the justice league kicking dark side's ass over the street (laughs) um but seeing what that world's like but i don't know what my next film would be superman rebuilding well, Blue and gold. Well, for me, Jonathan, I actually put after Justice League three, I actually put Superman. I put it as a six episode series, and the reason being is from my understanding and how Zach was going to push these films was that it was always supposed to be a Superman story. Uh, mm-hmm. His start to being a hero, yes, it wasn't very pretty. He messed up a whole lot half of a city was destroyed you know the confrontation between a what will eventually become an ally with batman his death with doomsday his rebirth in justice league and whatever is going to happen afterward he is going to have a continuous story and what we would hope is that at the end of justice league 3 he becomes the Superman that Zack Snyder initially wanted him to be, which was the Superman everybody knows and loves. And Mm -hmm. to just know that he became that and we don't get to see anything after is kind of like a heartbreaking thing to me. So I would really love to see one last story. Now, of course, the shows that we have just talked about, whether it be Martian Manhunter, Green Lantern, Flash, Cyborg, Amethyst, Zatanna, all of these can gain more seasons or mm-hmm. sequels to push mm-hmm. forward this universe. But I would really love for that new, you know, that that reboot or the or the new status quo after Justice League 3 to start with a Superman story again. Uh really to it, it is the start and an end 
to that first, you know, saga showing that Superman is a completely new hero. Everybody now trusts him and he is seen in such a better light than what he was seen at the end of Man of Steel. You know, I think that would be really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, like it having having that like basically the opposite or mirror scene of like how all of the newscasts or or news broadcasts are like hating on him and saying all these like hurtful things but then in this new series seeing them praise him and like saying oh my gosh if it wasn't for superman blah 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 blah, i think that would be a really cool sight to see yeah, so, I, I think that's a good way to uh, bookend. We started with a Man of Steel. We we coda we epilogue this with a Man of Steel, and then different. Man of Tomorrow actually. Yeah, yeah. and then and then for <laughs> for those of us who have been there since Man of Steel, mm-hmm. he's no different. He's he's still the same Superman. This is just a perception change. Yep, yep. For he's sure, because st- he was because he was heroic in Man of Steel. He's still he's, just the boy from Kansas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And for one, I really need to see more of Jonathan Kent. So maybe flashbacks and stuff. Because just that heartwarming and like heartwarming and heartbreaking, you know, conversations that Clark had with Jonathan throughout Man of Steel, throughout BVS. Like, I think those are so important to Clark as a character. So to kind of I don't know I'm pretty sure Zach has something planned for like a like because he even said this in I think it was uh, SnyderCon or even the Man of Steel uh, rewatch uh, last month that uh, that Jonathan is basically his like fortress of solitude in his mind like he yeah. is he is the Kelix of his mind you know being able to talk to him through things and like when he's really wanting to ponder and be alone he's able to talk to his dad so I think there is going to be some sort of conclusion to that in this Justice League trilogy if we get to see it Uh, so I think we may not be able to see Jonathan Kent you know after that but I think it would still be awesome to see him you know maybe in some sort of flashback or something and I, th- I think it'd be a cool idea to because you're tr- you're transitioning into Clark being a father. He has now become has to become who his dad was. Yes, yes, yeah. You know that I think that that was probably like one of my favorite things in Rebirth, uh, the very beginning of Rebirth. There was a conversation that Clark was having with John, and then immediately it showed like one page of a flashback of Jonathan saying the same thing to Clark and my heart was like oh god (laughs) it's so beautiful but just having those conversations I think would like just to even see almost like I know it wasn't the greatest film but having that moment in Superman Returns where Brandon Routh Superman was talking to his son about you know and it was the same words that marlon brando had said to christopher reeve superman and you're just like wow that really hits so if you have a moment where henry cavill is saying something very similar to what you know freaking kevin costner was saying to his character you know when he was little i think that is kind of like one of those moments where you're just like 
oh man, this character has grown so much, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he is legitimately learning. He doesn't think of himself as this high and mighty hero. He is human in mm-hmm. the weirdest way possible. He is the most human out of everybody. And and he 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 yearns for that conflict within himself because like that's something that Jonathan Kent kind of instilled in him was making the right decision for himself. Yeah. Um, and so like to go off of that, I would really like uh, right before Justice League three, I really want a confrontation in be- like between uh, Martian Manhunter and Superman because why didn't Martian Manhunter step up in BVS, you know, and help out? Why didn't, why I th- did he just I think those movie? conversations would definitely happen. I, I think, think, I th- think that'd be really interesting. I think it'll be something, but see, I don't think at that point, I don't think it'll be a conversation between Superman and Martian Manhunter. The person mm-hmm. that's going to bring it up is Batman. Batman would be the one to question him. Yes. Well, see, I think like in like I said, I uh, in my Teen Titans Watchtower, I think I think it should be Robin who brings it up to him. You know. Yeah. But who shoves it in his face and says, "You're not a hero." You know, you 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 launched a you hit a button. That's all you did. But see, I would definitely, I could definitely see Martian Manhunter saying like. Well, didn't you see what Batman did to Superman? What could it have, just imagine what he could have done with me? Like, mm-hmm. and that could even that dialogue, however it's written, could hit harder because, mm-hmm. like, he well, knew, it, he knew because you can't tell me that, that Martian Manhunter did not know Bruce was Batman. Well, like, of course, but but and then it becomes and something I've loved about uh, Zach's movies is it becomes an allegory for. Uh, hiding who you are and your race or yeah. your, your sexual orientation or your, your gender idea, whatever, you, whatever we want to talk about, it, it becomes a metaphor and an allegory for that, for him being afraid to show who he truly is. Yeah. And I, I love, like, that gets me even more excited. Yeah, you know, the I, I think Zack Snyder has a way with portraying these characters and you know, just the the way they hit that dialogue at almost the perfect moment, where you to almost emotionally just break down or get overhyped. You know, one of my favorite scenes to this day is, of course, the confrontation with Doomsday, and just seeing the way Diana is just talking with her body language, with how she's fighting with doomsday you know that she has been yearning for a fight how she doesn't take him lightly but is also like super excited about it all in yeah. this all in the same moment you Getting see smile yeah you, yeah, yeah, you, see, yeah, you, see face. Yep. You, yep. You, you see those interactions with these characters so i think that's it yeah. That is our entire we it, list. We, we did, did it. it. We completed the universe. We You're com- welcome. <laughs> we completed welcome, this universe. Like I said, um, we, we did it. We defeated Darkseid. We did. Yay! We we do not know anything about what is in our in the future plans for HBO Max or, or do we? <laughs> 
Chris, you're not supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, I've I got wish. Zach in the other room. Yeah, really WB drinking. lawyers, here we come. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you know, we we definitely wanted to do this just because it gets it gets us excited. You know, I remember learning about Man of Steel and then learning that there's possibly gonna be something that comes afterward. And of course, by the time Man of Steel had come, uh, Avengers had already been out. Uh Iron Man 3 was about to come... It came out, like, almost, I think, the very next weekend uh, after Man of Steel. And so we had already seen a comic book universe. And so just the possibilities of a DC universe at that point, whenever it was so young, my mind was racing just like it is today. And I think that is the beauty of Zack Snyder's Justice League because it's bringing up these old emotions of, like, endless possibilities you know yeah. so one, oh go ahead say one thing I, I like is that you gave us this this list of uh, parameters to set and yeah we all had some similarities we all had green lantern um basically that injusticely or uh, suicide squad doing something yeah but we all also brought different things to the table yes you know injustice league zatanna um I know there was more that I, just, I can't think of top of my head right now because we've talked about a lot. But just the fact that all of us are, are ha- like, we want to see this world expand and we want to see these characters brought in and see how they would play in that world, you know? So For sure. It's, it's awesome. It's wonderful. And there's even, more, like, this is just four of us. There's a bunch of other people who have other ideas and other characters they want to bring. Oh, in. yeah. Like, you, you guys saw in the group chat that I put you guys in. There was a total of, like, I think seven of us, including me. Mm -hmm. The people that responded to my post, there was, I think, a total of 12, if not more. (laughs) And then that conversation keeps going to almost every Snyder fan, every Zack Snyder fan, because they are thinking of this as well. They're wanting to know what comes after this. Now... We don't know what comes after this. Now, if any of you guys do watch uh, the vodka stream on uh, Film Junkies YouTube, uh, Chris O'Connell was there last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, is writing the release the Snyder Cut book. Uh, yep. He did not give anything, and he was very. He put up that wall and he said, "Hey, I'm not going this far. Mm-hmm. Once we get that far, I'll let you know, and then we can tone it back." But he did say on that stream just last night from when we were recording this, he said that he was asked when because he had to pre-screen the questions that he was going to ask. Of course. Mm -hmm. And they said uh, he cannot ask two questions. One of those questions was you cannot ask me if I have any plans for after this movie. And so that makes you question. Okay, what does that mean? Does it mean that Zach is out? Or does that just mean he's still negotiating? So I think it's I think it's the latter because we'll have to kinda of have to see what happens yeah. with this movie. You know, yeah. that that's the most important thing. You know, we or even our number two on our list after Justice League number one, we don't know if that happens unless Justice Zack Snyder's Justice League succeeds. Mm-hmm. That must succeed to green light anything else. Yep. And so 
we are going to have to wait. We don't know if we're going to have to wait until the summer of next year. We don't know if we have to wait until the fall of next year. But we do know that we're getting it next year. Now, unfortunately, because of COVID-19, it may push Hollywood back five years. We have no idea. We just recently saw some pushes from Tenet and Wonder Woman last night. Tenet and Kong, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, too. Yeah, Yeah. Godzilla vs. Kong. uh, You know, to now realize that Mulan will be the first movie to come out in theaters since the you know beginning of COVID is a scary thought. But <laughs> hey, the Oscars are going to be amazing. Harley Quinn's going to take Best Picture, ladies and gentlemen. Har- uh, Harley I Quinn. Think... No, it's either Harley Quinn, Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog, or now quite possibly Mulan. But oh man, you know we we do know that Wonder Woman is being pushed back into December. I think August. No, no uh, October. 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 October second. Yeah. But I will say, if you were paying attention, I actually screen grabbed it. They actually put Thanksgiving first, and then they deleted it, and then immediately put October. That's next so, plan. <laughs> well, that's yeah. the thing. So it looks like to me, I took that as they're willing to go as far as Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we will see. But, They're gonna keep pushing it back as far as they can. I don't. I don't think. But just, just the like, what hurts me the most. Let's not. Let's not do a new mutants here. That. That's. Yeah. No. I want no. that movie to come out finally, just so I can be like, all right, we're done. Give us well, what X-Men hurts in the Marvel verse. What hurts yeah. the most in this whole Wonder Woman 1984 ordeal is that if they hadn't moved it, we'd have, oh. we would have already seen it last. November or last mm-hmm. right or was it December? Well, uh, yeah, well it was November. It, it was, was November. Yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah, Patty's. I mean, it's got to be the best, the worst thing to be kicking herself over is just like, oh my gosh, I, this could have been out. But yeah. she did it for the right reasons. I mean, she had stuff that she wanted to get done. I, I you yeah. know, but again, but it's just like back of your mind saying, how bad would it have been just to get it done? Yeah, and just yeah. to just to have it, you know. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm excited to seeing it whenever it comes out. They have my money. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. But with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this recording. Uh, thank you guys for being here. If you guys yeah, stick around, uh, I'm pretty thanks sure that us, maybe uh, Tim will come back and, and get rid of all this. But uh, that's going to be it for the episode. Uh, please uh, check these guys out on uh, their respective shows. F- go follow them on Twitter. They're great people. Uh, but yeah, uh, let's go ahead and end it there. And. This will hopefully drop Monday, so you guys will still have my three shows to listen to this week. See you guys later. (laughs) Bye. Bye.